Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We're Nashville's On Demand Sports Network, and we go live every weekday morning uh, at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up, like Zach mentioned, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for us and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional uh, uh, landlords in the Nashville area at RentersWarehouse.com. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, check them out in Lebanon and make them a part of your car buying process by going to WilsonCountyHyundai.com. We've got uh, our friends at the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, Zach, it's really only been two and a half, maybe three years since the Titans have had some controversy at quarterback because – Marcus Mariota had a lot of controversy in the offseason of 2019 when he sat out week 17 of the 2018 season with an injury in a win and in. Then Mariota came in, started the first six games early. It looked like it was fine, but then it was a two and four start. Then enter Ryan Tannehill after Mariota gets benched. And then for the last two and a half years, there hasn't been that much controversy when it comes to the Titans quarterback. This past summer, we were having conversations of Ryan Tannehill being robbed uh, and being left out of a top 10 quarterback list in the NFL. And here we are again in February. By the way, happy February, everybody. February 1st, the Titans have some serious question marks about their quarterback in the ceiling that he can get to. So, Eddie George, I don't know exactly where Eddie George was at, but he was creepily approached by a TMZ paparazzi guy um, over the weekend and asked, his opinion about uh, Ryan Tannehill. So here is Eddie George with from TMZ asking and talking about Ryan Tannehill. Do they need an elite quarterback like that, or is Tannehill the guy? Well, I mean, he can't be the guy. I mean, it's just one of those days for Tannehill that's unfortunate. You know, the turnover certainly didn't help. Um, they had a great year in spite of it. You know, uh, we get healthy next year with Derrick Henry and have De- you know, Tannehill coming in. I think they can be all right with him. You still believe in Tannehill? I do. So you, do. you don't think you should explore an Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is a free agent. I mean, you can explore it, but... Would you bring in, you know, A-Rod? A-Rod? I, I mean, I, that's not my call. You know, right. I, I'm very, I'm really good friends with Ryan Tannehill. I know that it's a, it's a tough situation, um, but you gotta you got to weigh, weigh all your options in that. I mean, that's something that the organization has to seriously look at if they want to move forward in terms of being a championship team. Can they, wear, can they win a Super Bowl with Tannehill at the end? Well, I think they can. You know, you see Garoppolo is, is doing this thing there. They're right on the cusp of, of winning a uh, Super Bowl. They're still in the thick of things. But Tannehill can do it? Yeah, I mean, you just got to just cut down on the, the turnovers and and find a way to come back. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go searching for something that, you know, the grass is always green on the other side. It's not. Okay, no. so, so ride it out with Tannehill. I, I mean, you went out. to the Super Bowl with, with Steve McNair. So ride it out with Tannehill, and he said he would ride it out. So there, there you go. It's just some comments uh, that I was seeing rolling as we were listening to Eddie George. Rayson says, thank you, Eddie. Uh, I see Smith Red, who doesn't even have a Facebook profile picture, says, Ryan must go. I will sell my season tickets if he stays. And then Cody says, do it. I'll buy them from you. Uh, so you're getting a lot of back and forth. Uh, and, yes, Aaron Rodgers is not 
a free agent. The Titans. The guy asking that question is the guy who goes to a basketball court and shoots the ball like this. Well, That's, and, and, he doesn't know anything. Like he's asking questions, and maybe he's a TMZ sports reporter. But if you're a sports reporter and you're asking sports questions, at least know what the hell you're talking well, about. A Rod, A Rod, like well, he, 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 I cut out the worst thing just because I knew it would be such a big distraction from the from the uh, conversation that we we're going to have. But since you brought it up, I'll go ahead and play it. So the worst thing in that entire video was the first 10 seconds. Right now, you're a legendary uh, Titan, Houston Oiler, all-time leader rusher for the Titans. Can they win with Tannehill? Do they, do they, after seeing Jackson, Jackson Mahomes and, mm-hmm. and Josh Allen, do they need an elite quarterback like that? Or is- this idiot dropped Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> like, and so I didn't want to play that initially, but it, it kind of made it part of the conversation. I'm glad, well, you, I'm glad you actually did, had that. Yes, I had it. Cring- yeah, thank you, Demetrius. Cringe interview. And if you, if anybody was tapping the cell phones of Zach and I with our pre-show conversation, cringe is the word I used throughout the entire conversation about this. Anything. <laughs> Again, guy who shoots a basketball like this. That, yes. that's, but, but, but he is actually playing, right? It's, it's like he's, he's acting as if he is a basketball player. That's the problem. He's yeah. acting as if he is a sports reporter, but he doesn't know a damn thing about it. He's just, He's more obsessed with the Jackson Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes story oh. than asking really pertinent questions on sports. It is, uh, it is a badge that he should not be able to wear based on being a sports what paparazzi reporter. What do you call that? That is not a sports reporter. Hounding guy? people on hounding people on sidewalks uh, is not a reporting <laughs> job. That's not how that works. Okay, so. Let's get back to the actual thing, right? Eddie George says he would he would still ride with Tannehill. He admitted he's good friends with Ryan Tannehill. He says, yes, he does think the Titans can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill uh, at quarterback because of what uh, the Niners were doing with the Garoppolo. Now, obviously, this video was taken before the NFC Championship game on Sunday night when J- Jimmy Garoppolo threw his infamous death interception there at the end of the game to end the Niners' chances of going to a second Super Bowl under Jimmy Garoppolo. But the turnovers for Ryan Tannehill is what's been the problem. So Danny says apparently he missed it. And Butchie says, what's Eddie supposed to say? Tannehill's not the guy. Move on while not knowing uh, he's been, while knowing he's being no, no, no. Anybody who says, what are you supposed to say, is absolutely wrong. Because you can always say something else. In press conferences, well, what is he supposed to say? Well, you can say something else. I always, and we do this a lot, I always come up with things that these guys should say or could say without outing themselves. So I'm out on people saying, well, what is he supposed to say? I will, and you said it, Austin, Eddie admitted that he has a relationship with Ryan Tannehill, so he does squeeze in biased here, right? So at least he opens the door saying that, look, I am friends with Ryan Tannehill. I've got a relationship with Ryan Tannehill. That kind of hints that I'm not just going to say, well, hell, he hasn't been able to win a Super Bowl the last three years. I don't think he's going to win it in the future. He's not going to say that, right? So he opened the door and was very candid and honest about his relationship, which I actually valued and will value in my answer based on his video. Sure. So we'll play the video again, and then we want to ask you guys this question to get everybody more involved because I'm seeing people talking about trading for Russell Wilson and and Aaron Rodgers and Ryan Tannehill, all this stuff. Like It's been a crazy week plus uh, in Titans land with all the controversy going around uh, Ryan Tannehill and offensive coordinator Todd Downing and, and what the Titans missed out on. 
by not hosting the AFC Championship game just a couple days ago. But here's the first question. Do you agree or disagree with Eddie George that the Titans can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill? Do you agree or disagree with Eddie George that the Titans can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. We'll play the video again for those who are just jumping in. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply go to RentersWarehouse.com. You find out how much your home and property can rent for, and then they do all the work for one low monthly rate. Again, they find the tenants. They price the property that's more beneficial to you and to get it rented out uh, as well. They go on all the maintenance calls, no matter the hour of the day. They collect the checks because collecting is not easy, but, and then you just get paid. That's simple as that helps you build long-term equity for long-term wealth. It can get you retirement plan ready by owning rent estate at renterswarehouse.com. We'll play the Eddie video for more people piling in, but first do you want to talk about bet MGM? They power this morning show and they got a special feature for you guys. BetMGM ATOZ200 for $10 money line wager to win $200. If either team tonight's in the NBA, it's a three pointer. You can go on and once you download the app, it will get more information there. But ATOZ200 for new users, a $10 money line wager can win you $200. If either team hits a three pointer, it's the NBA. Somebody's going to hit a three. I mean, that's just how life works. But that's a great offer from BetMGM. Download the app today. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday show. Eddie George was hounded by TMZ over the weekend. This was posted uh, January 29th. So I think, believe this was a Saturday at like 1 a.m. when this was posted. Uh, but Eddie George talking Friday night to a TMZ creep. Uh, here is the comment once again about Ryan Tannehill. Do they need an elite quarterback like that, or is Tannehill the guy? Well, I mean, he can't be the guy. I mean, it's just one of those days for Tannehill, and it's unfortunate. You know, the turnover certainly didn't help. Um, they had a great year in spite of it. You know, uh, we get healthy next year with Derrick Henry and have De- you know, Tannehill coming in. I think they can be all right with him. You still believe in Tannehill? I do. So you, I do. you don't think you should explore an Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is a free agent. I mean, you can explore it, but... Would you bring in, you know, A-Rod? Hey, Rod. I, I mean, I, that's not my call. You know, I, I'm very, I'm really good friends with Ryan Tannehill. I know that it's a, it's a tough situation, um, but you gotta, you gotta weigh, weigh all your options in that. I mean, that's something that the organization has to seriously look at if they want to move forward in terms of being a championship team. Can they wear? Can they win a Super Bowl with Tannehill? I think. Well, I think they can. You know, you see, the Grappolo is is doing this thing there. They're right on the cusp of of winning uh Super Bowl. They're still in the thick of things. So Tannehill can do it? Yeah, I mean, he's just got to just cut down on the, the turnovers and and find a way to come back. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go searching for something that, you know, the grass is always green on the other side. It's not. Okay, no. so, so ride it out with Tannehill. I, I mean, you went out. to the Super Bowl with, with Steve McNair. So he would ride it out with Ryan Tannehill. He thinks the Titans can win a Super Bowl with Tannehill based off of what Garoppolo was about to try to do on Sunday. Uh, so the question we've asked, and Zach, I'll let you speak. It sounds like you yeah, got something to say. Uh, do you agree or disagree with Eddie George that uh, the Titans can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill? Well, I think this is going to be a good conversation, not only today, but over the next probably three months. Uh, Seven. You know, well, but they they should, they would probably make a move prior to then if they are going to make a move. But They're not going to make a move. 
Well, that's your opinion, man. Right. Uh, yeah, right? that is my opinion. So that's why uh, I say seven months. We'll be talking about this for seven plus months. So the question is, is do you agree or disagree with Eddie George that the Titans can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill? Eddie George says that they can. Uh, Dadson says absolutely agree. Tighten up says disagree. Disagree big time from Guy. Ronnie says disagree. So does Jay. Um, let's see here. Jamie says disagree. Lou Man, 007. The agent man says eight, uh, uh, he agrees. So we got James James Lou Bond right there. Uh, Derek R says 100% agree. John says agree. Deborah agrees. Justin agrees. But we got Nicholas and Lee disagreeing. Strongly agree from Stephen. So I think look as, as things have settled down, Jose says disagree. But as things have settled down since Tannehill threw all those interceptions and cost the Titans their opportunity to go to an AFC championship and host it in Nashville, I think. You know, we always say night sleep, some rest. I feel like this chat has gotten some rest because I didn't see a whole lot of uh, the Ryan Tannehill take this team to the Super Bowl after well, yeah, they but, lost you, to Cincy. You did miss Monday through Friday shows uh, last week when that's basically all we could talk about. I, and so, you know, there, I have a side question. I don't know if I want to ask it today. I might hold on to it. Uh, but it's still like, you know, it, it, it has to do with Ryan Tannehill, but well, well, people we will are still talk about, there's a lot of levels to this Austin, because yeah. you know how you said, we're going to talk about this for the next seven months or in the immediate, the reason why I said three is there's a difference in what we think they should do and what they actually will do. And what our opinion on if they will actually pull the trigger and go after a guy like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, right? So there's a lot of layers. This is like a hundred dollars. It's like, you know, and you can get this in East Nashville and this is, they're just damn good. Those hundred layer donut, like uh, croissant donuts. This is kind of like the Ryan Tannehill off season is there's so many different layers but does is at in the end is it going to taste good, right? Are they going to get to a Super Bowl? Because that is their window is now. We've known this. They they had the best record in the AFC. They had home field advantage. All that other jazz first round by, and they couldn't get it done because of the quarterback, right? I mean, they lost that game because of Ryan Tannehill. I mean, well, I, I I think they lost it because of Todd Downing. And Ryan Tannehill, Todd Downing being the first out of my mouth, and then Tannehill second. How do you say that? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, did I not break it freaking down all last week? Did I not talk about how all the interceptions? Yeah, yeah. yeah. what did you say? Out of the three interceptions, how many were Ryan Tannehill's fault? How many were Todd Downing's? Out of the three. I was at the show. I remember. Yeah, I said uh, two were squarely on Downing. One was on Tannehill. No, you said it was late. That's wrong. That's okay. incorrect. Uh, so, but that know that, what you say, bro, okay, because I, you're I, absolutely I, dead wrong. I, I, and I'll, first, I know, I'll break it down since you can't. Uh, you yeah, said, nasty. you said, I that said, the, I, the Todd I said, Downing, the Todd Downing interception that was on him was the screen pass because you should never have called that. No, we it was on no, that. No, 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 first, no. The first one and the last one was on Ryan Tannehill. No, it was a no. late throw on the first. It was a late throw by Ryan Tannehill at the beginning and. Ryan it was a Tannehill terrible play. Didn't throw to Ferkser and said he was throwing to NWI at yes. the end of the game. Okay, and so I and I, I will I will say this, and I don't. Why do I have to reiterate this? Todd Downing was at fault on the first interception because it was a terrible ass play design that he has terrible play designs throughout his entire philosophy as an offensive play caller. 
Ryan Tannehill, yes. Did he pull the trigger on all three interceptions? Absolutely. Julio was open if he would have thrown the damn football. Yeah, but but the reason why that window didn't stay open is because of Todd Downing. And so here, here's my here's my point. A lot of wide open windows. Zach, Todd Downing's terrible at being an offensive coordinator. We have two seasons with different franchises. Oh, I'm not done talking. Shut your mouth. Uh, so I so. He is. We've had two sample you sizes. You shut your and, mouth. You were dead wrong. You lied. You sit over you here sit with, there and you sit. Zach, you stop, there dude, and you, you said. Stop. Let no, me no. talk. You out of the Let three interceptions, two of the reasons was Tannehill, and that's the truth. And as so I you, went, you're wrong. Zach, you shut stop. your Let mouth because dude, you're not it. speaking correctly. Quit talking. Quit talking so I can talk, please. Well, don't tell me to shut my mouth when I, you're well, dead you're wrong. Here. You started. Like, you started this conversation with an incorrect statement. That was on you. No, and because if you you weren't here throughout last week, right? And all last week, I went through as we learned more about what Todd Downing did and didn't do. And it was more on Todd Downing for those interceptions. The, the difference in Patrick Mahomes' play and Ryan Tannehill's play and their playoff losses is that Ryan Tannehill's interceptions happen within the offense that Todd Downing calls and runs. Patrick Mahomes' interceptions happened outside of the offense with Mahomes attempting to create and then have it happen. So Tannehill throwing picks within the offense tells me that Todd Downing was continuously not putting Ryan Tannehill in the right situations, and Tannehill was running the plays the way they were supposed to. Yes, he was late on the first interception on the first play of the game, and I the pass hit NWI in the hands, a better receiver, makes that play a stronger receiver at the attack point can help make that play. It was also a bad play design because everything else. A bad was... decision. Oh, look, here's my two cents. I'm not... uh, hey, here's my two cents, Austin. Todd Downing is a bad play caller. He should yes. be fired. He should not be retained. I don't right. know what's going to happen. Looks like he's going to stay for some reason. Mike Vrabel hasn't done anything as of now, right? But out of those three interceptions, this whole argument got started because I said the reason why the Titans lost that game was because of Ryan Tannehill. I place blame more on Ryan Tannehill. If you look at what happened, the first interception, Ryan Tannehill, if he gets the ball out of his hands, he had 10 weeks to figure it out. 10 days to figure it out. Felt like 10 weeks. To throw the ball on time. Julio Jones had... There was a time where he was open when Tannehill had the ball ready to throw. He didn't throw it in time. He didn't throw it hard enough. It was an interception. More importantly, the reason why it was Ryan Tannehill's fault, you cannot turn the football over three times regardless of your offensive coordinator in a playoff game, in a divisional game. Your quarterback is the leader of the football team. And on that last play, when the Titans were driving to go win the game, not to go tie, not to get back into the game, but to win the game, the Titans turned the football over because Ryan Tannehill made the wrong throw with the wrong read. Anthony Ferkser was open with a six-yard, basically, in cut that he could have fallen forward possibly for a first down and extended the drive. Ryan Tannehill made the choice to try to force a ball into NWI's hand, which caused the pick, which gave the Bengals not being smart with the football late in the game was Ryan Tannehill's decision. He lost that game because he gave the Bengals the opportunity. Their field goal kicker's money, we know that. They knew that before the game started. We now know that even more after the game ended. That's the reason why it's on Tannehill. So to go full circle and go back to what Eddie George is saying is, 
Over three years, Ryan Tannehill has proved that he has not been able to do enough to win a Super Bowl, to go to a Super Bowl, right? AFC yeah. Championship game, wild card weekend, divisional round. Those are his three losses. He had an opportunity to get back into the game against Kansas City. He didn't have the offense or the firepower. Wild card round, threw the interception to Khalif Raymond when he was trying to tie the football game. And then I'm not going to go over what I just went over last time. But the reason why I got so upset, Austin, is two out of the three interceptions are on Ryan Tannehill. And more importantly, the last one is. And the last one cost the Tennessee Titans the football game. Okay. All right. So we can disagree. Um, we, we can disagree on that one. I, I, I think Todd on Downing one? on, on the last overall point that Todd Downing did not help his quarterback. And I talked about what I'm this. Saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll let you talk Stop for the like three freaking minutes. Stop talking. I'll let you talk. Right. I did not interrupt you that entire time that throughout last week, as things progressed, when you were not here, what we talked about is that Todd Downing continuously put his quarterback in a not good situation. And that the quarterback continuously had to try to overcome the coaching that he was put into. And so that's why I will always be consistent in saying that Todd Downing is the number one reason why the Titans lost that playoff game and Ryan Tannehill is absolutely second. And, and in no wrong. way, hold on, it, stop talking while I'm talking, please. I just I said that's wrong. Do, stop that's talking wrong. over me. Stop it's talking wrong. over me. I will never say, and I'm not saying, that Ryan Tannehill played well. Ryan Tannehill sucked on Saturday night against the Bengals. Todd Downing sucked more. Todd Downing sucked more all 18 games season long than Ryan Tannehill did. And that is why I think, and I will go back to the Eddie George thing, is that I believe. Ryan Tannehill can get the Titans further than where they were this year. Now we've addressed the can the Titans win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill that only maybe six or seven teams can say that in the NFL. But I I do think that Todd Downing is the bigger issue between uh, Ryan Tannehill and Todd Downing. I think Ryan Tannehill has a higher ceiling without Todd Downing. And we've seen that in the past, but unfortunately from what, how Vrabel talked about last week, it doesn't seem like Todd Downing is going anywhere. So can the Titans win a Super Bowl without or with Ryan Tannehill? I mean, I doubt it, but they they I know they definitely cannot with Downing and Tannehill. The whole point and the question was to start was does Ryan can Ryan Tannehill did he lose them that game? He is the most to blame. Ryan Tannehill, you think Todd Downing is. We we disagree on that, which is fine, right? And my opinion is that Todd Downing Based on turnovers, the quarterback threw those turnovers. They didn't fumble the football. But but you're not being that obvious, honestly. I'm being pretty uh, intricate and nuanced, actually. (laughs) Yeah, but you're talking about a conversation you had last week. We're not talking about that. Nobody gives a damn about that. We're talking about right now what we are talking about. I was saying. So, as again, last week, I was trying to help you out with the context of the conversation. Todd Downing has blame, but Ryan Tannehill threw those picks, three of them. And at the end of the game, he was the decision maker, not Todd Downing. That last play, the last pick, how was that on Todd Downing? Uh, that one was the least on Todd Downing is because and that the, was the oh, most impactful. 
Yes, but it was also the entire series was a waste of time. Not literally. talking about that. But that last play was Todd Downing running. Like if you, it's third and five. Go get the yardage. And he ran three. Ferkser was open. Ferkser, and, and again, as we talked about last week after you were out and in Dallas, that a lot of people were saying that throwing to Ferkser would not have been the right decision because of his of where the linebackers were. And I'll pull up the screenshot uh, because I still have it saved here in the show. Uh, that Ferkser, if you look at it, Tannehill's already started his throw, and the linebacker closest to Ferkser is already dropping and reacting to that, where before the throw, uh, Ferkser and that linebacker were to close fast enough on Ferkser, we probably wouldn't have gotten the first down. The problem is the overall uh, offensive play here is is a waste because NWI is running way too deep on that route. Why not cut it down to the 50 or so? to maybe create extra separation and go get the first down. So, I again, yes, Decision that was... making on Ryan Tannehill on the most important play of the game that caused the turnover, that gave Cincinnati the opportunity to have one play in a field goal attempt. Again, I am not excusing Ryan Tannehill throwing the interception. On the, of all the interceptions, that one is most on Tannehill and least on Downing. Is that the most important interception of all of the interceptions? I mean, yeah, because it was the last one. Absolutely it is. So that's, therefore, that's why Ryan Tannehill is most to blame for the Titans' loss in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs this year. You've just talked through it. I, you, I, I you disagree are, because it was a lot. There was, I mean, you there can't. Was, you just that, proved the point. I, I, no, I didn't. Like, that's, that's the, the most, most impactful play was the fault of the quarterback. The reason why they lost the game was based well, on that you play also, whose Zach, fault you also that had, you've admitted is Tannehill. You also had first and goal at the nine-yard line, and you ran the same damn RPO that you've been running all season, and it led to an interception. That wasn't the most impactful play. It, it was pretty damn impactful. <laughs> I mean, if the Titans score a touchdown there, the game's very different. They didn't. I, the, the you know what actually impact- did happen? An uh, interception was thrown. Look, I I agree with Lucas. The third interception should have never happened. Yes, and, and Tannehill's most to blame for that. But again, overall, the entire game... The entire game, Ryan Tannehill was most to blame. In I'm sorry, Todd Downing was most to blame, in my opinion, for the overall loss. The the specific play, yes. But so, do you think? I, I guess I'll, I'll let you answer the Eddie George question. Do you agree or disagree with Eddie George? Eddie George says he thinks the Titans can win a Super Bowl with Tannehill if they cut down on the turnovers uh, and can get back healthy again. I disagree adamantly with with. Uh with the, the fact that Ryan Tannehill, I do not believe, can win a Super Bowl for the Tennessee Titans in the way that they are structured. They need an elite-level quarterback or somebody who will not make the turnovers that Ryan Tannehill has made over the last two seasons in the playoffs at inopportune times. I like Ryan Tannehill, and I think that Eddie George, as I mentioned, if you listen to his voice, and, and I say we play it one more time, because okay. if you listen to his voice – when he's talking about Ryan Tannehill or the franchise possibly trying to make the decision, you just, you hear him pause. There's some hesitancy. He's friends with him, right? It's like he doesn't want, he's thinking like he doesn't want to talk bad about him, which is understandable, but he's not adamant. If, If somebody truly believes that a guy can win a Super Bowl, regardless of the situation, I think Eddie is a and look. He's talking to a TMZ creepo, so I do point. understand that. I, I, but th- I think if it's you more are about, adamant 
you you just come out and say it. But I'll play it here in a second. I, I think he, I think him thinking is more about how much do I actually want to say to this fool? Like, how much time do I want to give to talking to this bozo here on the street corner? But here's the here's the Eddie George TMZ video. Do they need an elite quarterback like that, or is Tannehill the guy? Well, I mean, he can be the guy. I mean, it's just one of those days for Tannehill, and it's unfortunate. You know, the turnover certainly didn't help. Um, had a great year in spite of it. You know, uh, we get healthy next year with Derrick Henry and have De- you know Tannehill coming in. I think they can be all right with him. You still believe in Tannehill? I do. So you, I do. Don't, you don't think you should explore an Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is a free agent. I mean, you can explore it, but... Would you bring in, you know, A-Rod? A-Rod? I, I mean, I, that's not my call. You know, right. I, I'm very, I'm really good friends with Ryan Tannehill. I know that it's a, it's a tough situation. Um... But you gotta you gotta weigh weigh all your options in that. I mean, that's something that the organization has to seriously look at if they want to move forward in terms of being a championship team. Can they wear? Can they win a Super Bowl with Tannehill at the Well, I think they can. You know, you see, Garoppolo is is doing this thing here. They're right on the cusp of of winning a uh, Super Bowl. They're still in the thick of things. So Tannehill can do it. Yeah, I mean, he just gotta just cut down on the, the turnovers and and find a way to come back. So. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go searching for something that, you know, the grass isn't always green on the other side. It's not. Okay. No. So, so write it out with Tannehill. I, I mean, ride you went out. to the Super Bowl with with Steve McNair. So he would write it out. So I, I don't see what you were saying, Zach, with his mannerisms or his thinking or his pauses. I think Eddie George was just trying to say enough to appease this guy and then also figure out how to get away from the guy. It just he didn't tried- sound like in his in his uh, inflection of his voice that he truly believed that Ryan Tannehill can lead the Titans to a Super Bowl, in my opinion. If you believe somebody, I believe Russell Wilson. I believe Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I know gonna, Tom Zach, Brady. He, uh, I know would, those guys can. Why would he Why would he put on a show for a TMZ, TMZ creep? Like, why is he going to perform and act like we are acting on our show to a TMZ dude on the street. Well, then don't answer the questions. It's like somebody you know, coming he, up asking well, if you so want a contributor on. for a newspaper. No. If, I, if he doesn't if answer going, the questions. If you're, if turn- you're filling up gas and some guy comes up and approaches you and says, hey, man, uh, you don't want to talk to him? Hey, sorry, man, can't do it. And you walk well, away. If, if he didn't want to talk to him, goes. he shouldn't that, have talked to him. He shouldn't have talked to him. Well, I think Eddie George is a nice guy, and so he tries to say enough to not make it a story because it definitely would have been a story if Eddie George blows off somebody and, and because TMZ creep guy is going to post it about how Eddie George blew him off because Eddie George is a jackass. But that, and that's so, not the truth. So to, to come full circle on this, I think this is the hardest part of this entire conversation. I think – the fan base is split, whether it's 50-50, 60-40, 70-30, whatever that is, on their out on Ryan, Tan- Ryan Tannehill or in on Ryan Tannehill. The fact of the matter is that it is very difficult to figure out a plan to get rid of Ryan Tannehill and get back the guy that you need. You know, that guy's dead wrong. Aaron Rodgers is not a free agent. We've stated that. You've got to give something to go out and get possibly one of the two elite quarterbacks that have been reported uh, not particularly happy with their situation as of now, and that is Russell Wilson in Seattle and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. It costs money. It costs picks. We know that. Look at the Los Angeles Rams. Are the Titans willing to do that? And 
They may not be because they believe what Eddie believes. And if the Titans franchise and John Robinson and Mike Vrabel believes that Ryan Tannehill can win them a Super Bowl and get them there, they're not going to do anything this offseason. Well, here's here's what I here's my this is me putting on my thinking cap and and saying if the Titans are unwilling to move on from Todd Downing, then they're absolutely not going to move on from Ryan Tannehill. How much easier is it to fire the offensive coordinator and go fire find another one then get rid of the quarterback who has 57 plus million dollars in dead cap who has a 39 million dollar cap hit in one year it's so much easier to get rid of downing than it is the quarterback with all that money so if they're not going to get rid of downing they're not going to get rid of Tannehill. Well, so it's- everybody who's anti Ryan Tannehill is really just going to have to deal with it <laughs> he's not going anywhere and we talked about this in the post-game show, Zach. He's not going anywhere. The Titans aren't going to trade him because that dead cap doesn't exactly work like that. And who's going to take him? Washington? I don't know. I doubt it. No, there's and, two places. And- it, look, it's two places or bust. Like, let's not let's not get confused or try to try to and the hard part is the out of his contract is not this offseason. It is next offseason. And I think, Austin, you're talking more about what the Titans are. I believe, think, you want to call it an alibi, you can call it whatever you want. The office of injuries that happened to this team and they still got first place in the AFC by season's end, I think is really sticking with them to stick with Todd Downing. And and also, and I also think the, the yeah, well, uh, the Tannehill thing, if, if Seattle and Green Bay – get a call or call them to say, hey, look, we're willing to move, but we're asking for three first-round picks, and and the Titans get approached by that, I, I think they would think long and hard about that, right? Because we talked about this on that Monday after the Titans lost, Austin. There's about seven, eight, nine teams that are in that mid-purgatory of, we don't have an elite quarterback, we got a really good team, we think that we can get to the Super Bowl, right? And I think with Cincinnati winning the way that they went won this year, right, with a good quarterback, a very young team, a bad offensive line, all that other stuff, and then the Rams winning the way that they won, going out and mortgaging the future of their franchise to get the right quarterback, and now it pays off. There's different ways, as we say, there's different ways to skin a cat. The NFL has told you that over and over and again. I just, I think it's up to the Titans to figure out, hey, do we believe in the guys that are in the locker room now? It was All just right. a bad Ryan Tannehill game. All right, I want to read some comments. We need to change. Yeah, there's some good comments, so I want to read those. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You can also trade in your car for a brand new or used vehicle. That's the best part. They've got better prices than downtown Nashville, right? The, the, if you want to buy a house in downtown Nashville, you're going to have to pay a lot of money for that real estate where if you get a little bit further on the outs, outskirts, they're willing to wheel and deal with you and get you a good price for the same car it's that they're all the hyundai dealers they're selling the same type of cars but why wouldn't you you would like to pay less for that vehicle whether it's the sonata and the elantra 
the four-door sedans or the SUVs, including the Santa Fe or the full-size SUV, which is the Hyundai Palisade, third-row seating. Visit WilsonCountyHyundai.com for all of their inventory. All right, we're talking about uh, Ryan Tannehill and Eddie George's comments about Eddie George saying that he thinks the Titans can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. Did not emphatically say that they can, but he does think that they can say that they can. So uh, reading some comments here, Mo says do what the Rams did, which was give up a lot of first-round picks. I believe two first-round picks and a second-round pick uh, for, plus Jared Goff for Matt Stafford, and now they are back in the Super Bowl. Uh, that's just going to be hard to do because, one, the Titans don't have – a second-round pick. Two, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are regarded higher than Matt Stafford, so he's going to cost. They're going to cost more than what Stafford did. Uh, and three, the Titans uh, don't have as much cap flexibility, uh, and they and they got to find somebody who's desperate to take uh, Ryan Tannehill because the Lions didn't care about taking Jared Goff because they were in a rebuild. Um, so. Let's see. Mitchell says Downing has to go. His resume as an OC is not good. Raider fans tried to tell us about Downing. Absolutely true. D says, not going to say he's, he isn't going anywhere because people said we wouldn't get Julio uh, and was wrong as hell. So, like, yeah, both D of us. Were, up, that's a good point, D. Yeah, but I also think it's a lot. It's very different. Like, just because the Titans were able to trade for Julio Jones last year doesn't mean they can trade away Ryan Tannehill because Ryan Tannehill, his cap situation is literally – Almost three times as much as Julio's. Right, but it's a different position. And, Austin, you said uh, the Lions and the Rams situation of the Lions were in a rebuild. Let's face it. The Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers are in a rebuild, too. All the Packers players are gone. If you've looked at any of their all their contract structure, a lot of them are exiting. That's going to be a shell of the team that they've because been Because they all the last- align themselves with this Aaron Rodgers thing. Because I know for a fact, if Aaron Rodgers is gone, then then – Nobody wants to re-sign with Green Bay. They're in a rebuild, right? Because yeah. nobody wants to go to rebuild. It's a great franchise as a whole, right? They've been steady, but they've been steadied by two franchise quarterbacks, yes. right? And they're all there because of number twelve. And and they were there for because of number four and Brett Favre. Right. Seattle's in the same position. Seattle's in a rebuild too. Pete Carroll, I mean, he's he he didn't leave. He hasn't retired yet. But without Russell Wilson, that team blows I mean, a, and they, defense well, they isn't very, very good. good they don't have a running game in their offensive line uh, is duct taped together well they weren't very good with russell wilson either um and they got hurt too so well, yeah that, that derailed their entire season that, yeah. that wasn't russell wilson's fault um uh, well they never mind but uh yeah but well they with those two franchises who are way more proud than the detroit lions are they going to reset because the lions reset with a brand new head coach I don't think Pete Carroll's going anywhere at this point, and Matt LaFleur's not going anywhere. So I, I don't know if there's a reset rebuild to compare that to Detroit. Uh, and then Scott says, to make a trade work, you need to be a three-team trade. I agree with this. Like, if you're going to do it, you got to have a third team in there uh, to, to really split up the cap and to get, you know, somebody who wants Ryan Tannehill. Like, maybe it's Seattle, the Titans, and Washington – where Washington gets Tannehill, uh, Washington and Tennessee both send picks to Seattle and the Titans get Russell Wilson in some type of way where money can be moved around in different ways. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, that makes sense. Being very complicated, it does make sense. Definitely complicated. The the three three teams, because you get a suitor – 
you we don't know if Seattle or Green Bay want Ryan Tannehill, but with that third team, maybe you get a suitor that is intrigued by his services and is like Eddie George and believes in Tannehill that can that, that says that he can get them over the hump. Yeah, because I, I don't know the Seahawks and Packers cap situations, but they would have to, you know, that would be taken on a lot of Tannehill's contract. And so here's another true comment from Demetrius. He says, if the, if, because I said, you know, Titans fans are going to have to deal with Tannehill not going anywhere. So Demetrius responded to me, if, if we're going to have to deal with it, then Nissan Stadium will have more empty seats. And yeah, that's the situation. Nissan Stadium was great this past year. The fans came out in droves and sold that thing out really almost every week and had great attendance. And regardless if they sell the tickets or not, the attendance is going to drop next year because really like the Tennessee Titans fans are going to want Ryan Tannehill to prove it to them. And so if Ryan Tannehill doesn't come out in September and have a great month where he throws 14 touchdowns and three interceptions and the Titans are three and one in September, then the Titans fans will wait till October. And then regardless of what happens in the regular season, Titans fans will still think, well, he's going to choke it away in the playoffs anyway. So what's the point? And so next year, Demetrius, I agree that the Tennessee Titans fan base is going to be waiting for Ryan Tannehill to mess it all up again. And especially if Todd Downing's still here, they're waiting on Todd Downing to make it bland again, which is, I, which is why I said in the postgame show, which is now 10 days ago, that both of these guys can't be back. And it's a lot easier to move on from Todd Downing. But as you said, and I, I haven't disagreed with this, it's trending that both of them will be. Things yeah. change, but it is trending that both of them will be. And if you do the same thing and expect a different result, we know what that is. But I, I think you just stated correctly. The Titans are basically, the Titans fan base of what you talked about, will be in a waiting period for 365 more days. Maybe less, hopefully more. Yeah, Bobby <laughs> says Austin is so doomsday. As soon as the Titans win a blowout, everyone will be back on the. He, no. he is. Look, he I, is. But, the, but am you, I wrong? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> but am I wrong? I'm not wrong about this, Zach. When have we? We've thought this Titans fan base would show up again because they scored points, but it hasn't really happened. Like this Titans fan base is a prove it to me type. Not you guys. We're not coming at the people who watch us every day because you guys are the ones who show up rain or shine, points or no points. But it's the general Titans fan base in the Nashville area is a very is very much a prove it to me fan base. And here's an example: uh, the Titans Bengals playoff game was the lowest rated Titans playoff game under Mike Vrabel. Of it was lower rated than last year's Bengals uh, or, or Titans Ravens. It was lower rated than the three previous ones the year before. Marcus. Even when they were in New England, no, I'm talking Mar about in Nashville. In Nashville, not nationally. Nashville, like TVs on the game in Nashville. The lowest rated one of Mike Vrabel's era was last Saturday, two Saturdays ago. And so, why? Oh, I expect them to win. It's this. It's first playoff. It's a very much a prove it to me fan base, generally outside of the diehards of you guys. Well, and we'll find out. Maybe this is the prove it year, which is not a bad thing. But it, just like Mariota had his prove it year, and ends up they found their their quarterback to to kind of save them. You remember we were talking all off season. This is Mariota's year to prove it. Prove it if you're the franchise guy. Earn your next contract. And what did he? What happened? 
and this is usually what happens because you have to win a Super Bowl or go to a Super Bowl to prove it, and that's really, really hard to do. Usually they don't prove it. If I if there were odds, I mean, I'm betting against Ryan Tannehill this next season if he is the quarterback. Especially if to. Todd Downey's there. If, well, again, I, I, even re- I think regardless, like I, I would bet against, and this is just my opinion, if I had to bet, I would bet against Ryan Tannehill going from questionable quarterback to Super Bowl than questionable quarterback or below, right? And if you take a, a big step back, that leash is short now. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm gonna read a I'm gonna read a couple of comments from Zachary George. He says, any fan base not rooted in deep tradition and not a good product on the field will always have a wishy-washy fan base. And then he follows it up and says the Titans are not enough for part of Nashville's culture. And you're right, because the Titans are still in like season twenty-two or twenty-three in this city, and they were abysmal. From 2009 to 2015. And that was a major growth aspect time of the city. And the Titans being so unorganized. Lost out on a massive opportunity. To grow with the city. And to grow within the city. Like Zachary George is talking about. Because of how bad they were for about eight consecutive years. Well they missed on two quarterbacks. Right. Well, And the crazy thing is. There's only they're the, only the second uh, NFL team over the last six years to have a winning record every year. Yeah, over They've the been last winning how many? Six years. Yeah, six. But you, what you're talking about is the years prior to that six. Is the is the lost opportunity from the prior six or seven. I, and I agree. I agree on 100% with that. But uh, let me, that let me, was Jake Locker and Vince Young's fault. Yeah, uh, Kane says, Austin, that makes no sense. More fans at the stadium this year compared to last year, so of course the TV rating will be lower. Okay, Kane, do you think 40,000 extra people in the stadium is going to change the TV rating that much? No. 40,000 people doesn't have an impact like that. It's the it's a true fact. Well, like 17,000-ish or so people were at the, the Ravens playoff game during the COVID playoffs in a packed stadium last Saturday. Trust me, the difference in the TV rating was way bigger. It was like 11 times that is, of what the stadium Yeah, I, it is skewed because of the COVID season. But yeah, yeah but because not. people were less that. interested in sports during COVID. I mean, there are, some, there are some unique things that COVID brought. I don't disagree with you. I think you are correct. But I, I do think, at least bring up those points that it was a completely different time, and we'll always think about that. That was a completely different time and place in everybody's lives. And I hope we're getting on the other side of that, right, of yes. lockdown, can't go anywhere, all that other stuff. That did impact people's routines and what they did. Right. A lot but of people stop. I, I got to watch college basketball anymore because of COVID. It's crazy. I, I don't watch, watch it. Ba- I don't watch college basketball anymore because college basketball sucks. As but a I used now. to. Austin, you know that. I used to watch it <laughs> yeah. like midweek. And now I don't do it. COVID changed my taste, literally and figuratively. Yes, that, that's true. Uh, can real quick, Ken says any word on Jim Schwartz's interview with the Colts? I did see that the Colts had. There was a report this morning that the Colts uh, are making a DBs coach from I want to say Washington their top priority as DC, not necessarily Jim Schwartz. All right. Well, uh, to to wrap this up. I think we're both on the same page. We do not believe that Ryan Tannehill can win the Titans a Super Bowl, correct? 
Yeah, I, I doubt it, but I also I doubt that they can. But I'm also not out on Tannehill like a lot are. Well, that doesn't Jonathan, make any sense, Jonathan right? Says, I'm done. You guys won't talk about the obvious, Jonathan. What's the obvious that you would like to us to obviously talk about? Because we are talking about the show and the topics that we put together. So, Jonathan, can you please tell us what uh, okay. the obvious is that uh, okay. we are clearly uh, don't worry about Jonathan. Jonathan's just <laughs> let Jonathan be Jonathan. Okay. So, where are you on this though? Because you doubt it and know are different. Like I, I want, I want what you actually think about Ryan Tannehill winning a Super Bowl. I don't want. I don't want the fence line, Austin. I want what you actually believe in a statement. I doubt is a no. Simple no, as that. No, he cannot. I do not think he will or can. <laughs> right? That's what I, I want. I want some. I, want I do some not think he will or can win a Super Bowl with the Titans. And he definitely cannot if Todd Downing's back. So, but I, but again, I am not, I am not out on Ryan Tannehill like everybody else is saying. So you're I, okay with not winning a Super Bowl? No, I'm just saying that I don't think there's a better realistic option than Ryan Tannehill. Like I, I don't, because my opinion is Russ, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are not going to happen and are not realistic. Therefore, who is better? That's my point. But you, I guess my problem with that is. You do not think that they should try? I don't think it's realistic. That and I also don't think they're going to. That's that does not You don't think, think they should though. Ah, uh, not really. I mean, that would just put them in such cap hell. Okay. Okay. That, that, all I'm I'm asking questions for you to answer now that you've answered them. I just got to get a sense of what you actually think because after all that I time, feel like I've explained I didn't it. Get that, that. I didn't get no, I didn't get that. I didn't know what you thought that they should do. Of course, we can predict what they will do because based on their actions over the last couple of weeks, right? Them not firing Todd Downing does say something, right? It doesn't and, say nothing. And and Michael says, Austin, do you think Stafford to LA was realistic before it happened? I mean, nobody, nobody that I don't cover the Rams or the Lions. So I wasn't I wasn't on my radar. But what I know is that the Rams do things like that. The Titans don't. And what I also know is that the Lions were desperate and had a complete reset. And so they were open to doing something like that. Well, those so two teams that we're talking about are about to have a pretty much almost a complete reset. No, and not a complete reset no, because they're not firing their head coach. That, I said that earlier in the show. The Rams, they they figured out that Jared Goff was not going to get them to where I they needed to go. figured out three years before they did. Well, you just figured out or told us that Ryan Tannehill is not going to do the same thing. So why why are the Titans just expecting them to go to the Super Bowl and a guy that we all kind of believe can't get there? I'm not expecting them to go to the Super Bowl. I just don't know what the better option is. So I would rather roll the dice with Ryan Tannehill than roll the – because I like where Tannehill can get you. I mean, you've won the AFC South in back-to-back years. This year was a uh, was a, a poop show with all the injuries and the roster stuff, and you still won 12 games. And I and Todd Downing was a disaster the entire year. And so I think you can be, I think you can still be successful. I think you can still win the AFC South. It's just you got to be better in the playoffs, obviously, right? Maybe that's the obvious that Jonathan was asking us to talk about. But again, I, I think I just don't. I think you can do a lot worse than Ryan Tannehill. And there's not an obvious fix on the quarterback situation that's realistic. Like, you're not going to draft somebody in the first round this year. No, you've got to give up picks. Re- the, the realistic, let's let's just 
peel everything back. Austin, you're going to give away three first-round picks to go get either Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. It may be something you don't want to do. I don't think it's a good idea, and I also don't think the Titans are going to do that. Then that's fine. That's Which is why I'm forming my opinion on what I think about the team and what I think they're not going to do. But that's what it's going to take. It's going to take three first-rounders. I understand so, that, which is also why I'm not expecting them to do that, which is why I'm forming the opinion of the way that I have. And I go back to, you know, Tyrell, and I said this on after the postgame show. He ain't it, babe. That, it just If you're trying to win a Super Bowl, you're not trying to make the playoffs. You're not trying to get the one seed anymore. You're not trying to host an AFC championship game. You're trying to win a Super Bowl. That's your window. Ryan Tannehill has proven that he ain't it, babe. So you got to go find somebody else. Yeah, I think, yes. And I am in the camp of drafting that somebody, but that doesn't look like to be the option this year, especially in the first round. Yeah, now, yeah. Also, yeah, don't, that's a next year thing. And also, don't waste a, a six-round pick on a quarterback that you're going to cut in August either. Like John Robinson's done twice. He struggled with that. Right. All right. The Tom Brady conversation has changed since yes. we began this year. Maybe that's what Jonathan was talking about. Uh, I don't think it was. Jonathan's talking about Mike Vrabel and going for two and stuff like that that we've already covered. So, uh, Zach, we're going to find out how you're, how you're going to feel about no Tom Brady with the Bucks next year. But first, tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z. That's where you need to go. Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. I'm going through my assessment now. It has been very easy. I'm about to switch. And once I get my – and it should be this week. Once I get my quote back, it appears and the trajectory that this health plan will be better than my previous health plan with another company, which is awesome. I, I'm going to get uh, an allowance for my contacts. I'm going to get a uh, teeth cleaning allowance. There's so many different perks that Farm Bureau Health Plans are going to give me after I did my health assessment. And it is trending that I will pay less per month for my health plan. Check them out today. Go through your health assessment at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. We've also got the A to Z Sports Pick Show coming up at 2 o'clock to help you get some winners throughout the midweek. But download the BetMGM app and use our code today, ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200. And a $10 Moneyline wager uh, after your first deposit will win you 200 bucks if either NBA team tonight uh, hits a three in that Moneyline game. So it's pretty simple. You deposit after using the code ATOZ200, a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA game tonight. One three-pointer's made. That's 200 bucks right there in your account. It's a great chance to jumpstart your bankroll as well. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from assurance. And for problem gaming support, call the Tennessee Ride Line at 800-889-9789. Tom Brady, Zach, officially, officially retires. Uh, and so the story over the weekend was pretty crazy of the Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington initial report that he was going to retire. And then the the Buccaneers didn't hear anything from Brady. You had players tweeting about it, but Bruce Arians hadn't heard anything. Jason Light hadn't heard anything from the Bucs. 
Uh, so you as a Bucks fan, how do you feel about the beginning of the Kyle Trask era in Tampa? Well, let's not do that. <laughs> I'm kidding. The, I'm that, kidding. Well, that was not a good joke. I but was, so oh, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll move bad. past that joke sensitive. and go to so what sensitive. Tom Brady actually said. Uh, and I, this is the first time I've actually read this because I had time during the show. But he says, I've always believed the sport of football is all in proposition of 100% competitive commitment isn't there you won't succeed and the success of what I love so much about the game there's physical mental and emotional challenge every single day that has allowed me to maximize my highest potential and I have tried my very best these last 22 years there are no shortcuts to success on the field or in life this is a difficult this is difficult for me to write but here it goes I am not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career, and now it's time to focus on my time and energy on other things that require my attention. So, you know, I, I think this was hard for Tom Brady because everybody wants the eloquent, I'm going to retire on my terms, right? Especially mm -hmm. once you get to a, the later stages of your career. And Adam Schefter, Jeff Darlington, all of these other reports were kind of trying to steal that thunder, right? It wasn't on his time. It was, and I don't know what happened within his camp or what how it got leaked. Obviously, something got leaked. Mm -hmm. And I think, at least I felt, I don't know about everybody else, but I felt like he was going, this was going to be his last year. He wanted to go for back-to-back -back Super Bowls. That didn't happen. They had a valiant effort of a comeback versus the LA Rams and then Stafford and Cup got to him uh, at the end of that game after really playing poorly to start and then turning it on but uh that that this kind of makes sense I wish that all that stuff wouldn't have happened this past weekend and as sports fans we at least owe that to the greatest of all time but I also stand, understand the job of reporters because they want the clicks, they want the notoriety, they want the followers. That's their job, right? So um, I think it was unfortunate the way that that happened. But now that maybe the dust has settled, he can do it the way a little bit of how he wanted to do it. I wanted him to come back for another year after what happened on Saturday. <laughs> like I just, I wanted him to stick it to Schefter and say, "No, what? Screw it! I'm back. Let's do this thing." Uh, but I, you know, but eventually. I I just find it weird that it's actually going to happen. And, uh, you know, last time Tom Brady wasn't in the NFL, I was like 10 years old. Uh, so that's also a very strange time, maybe even nine. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're all, everybody who watches the NFL on a regular basis, will have to figure out what it looks like without Tom Brady. But we did the same thing with the NBA. Uh, we did the same with Michael Jordan retired. We're going to do the same thing when LeBron goes. We've done the same thing with Peyton Manning left. I thought it would be weird without Peyton Manning, but you know, it moves on. Brett Favre, it moves on. It, the NFL just keeps on rolling. And it's going to be bigger and better. Uh, Tom Brady's different, but still it's going to move on and it'll change, you know, it'll change a little bit, but uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, look, credit to him. I, I do find interesting uh, the fact that he said uh, that, there are no shortcuts to success in the field in life, which made me immediately think of Spygate and Deflategate <laughs> as, as uh, ways to maybe not a shortcut, but maybe a uh, competitive advantage there. Uh, but that, you know, it, you know, his words are pretty strong. And I also saw that he put out like a eight tweet thread picture note, uh, Twitter thread. that has got a lot of words on that. 
And I don't know who's going to take the time to read it, but maybe Tom Brady is the only guy that I will take the time to read it for. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right there. I think with, with, with Tom Brady and Spygate, Deflategate, I think what Tom Brady time and time again proved is that when people doubted him and called him a cheater, because everybody's going to come after you, right? I mean, that's just the position you're in. Time and time again, he won Super Bowls after that, right? And that was his greatness. After everybody attacked him, he came back bigger and stronger and on top of the mountain. And that's really, really hard to do. And, you know, for my life, I will be in, forever indebted to Tom Brady for giving my favorite team a Super Bowl when I would never even thought that that would have been possible. The greatest quarterback of all time all of a sudden goes to your favorite team that's been in just terrible, dire straits for the last 20 years and revives the franchise for at least two seasons, right? I don't know what's going to happen after this. And I I now have a connection with Tom Brady, which I am forever grateful for, right? That And that is just the fan in me. not Nothing more, nothing less, just the fan in me. And maybe I'll feel differently if uh, the Bucs trade for Aaron Rodgers and, and you know, they get another uh, Hall of Fame type quarterback, which would be best case scenario. But I will forever remember uh, the last two seasons and where I was when when the Bucks won the Super Bowl, and even this past year, he, uh, man, he's the greatest of all time. And it's, I don't know if we'll ever see that. No, yeah, we're like not going to see. We're not going to see seven Super Bowls because Patrick Mahomes won one when he was twenty three, and we thought he was going to rip him off, and now he hasn't won one in the last couple of years, right? So uh, Brady's for sure. Uh, very different. G Man says time for Tom Brady to start living off Giselle's money. It's crazy. I also thought that Tom Brady might try to play one more year to be the only NFL player to make 300 plus million dollars on the field because he ended his career at 292 million dollars earned via NFL contracts and so I thought one more year to get him over that 300 but again what's 8 million to a guy who's got 292 plus all of his off-field endorsements too money stops mattering at a certain point and that, it's crazy to say, but it's the truth, right? Yeah, but again, I just I still thought you know the competitor to say I'm the only guy who's made over 300 mil on the field is a different thing. But he's also probably made 300 mil off the field too. Well, and you're not going to have the same type of situation next year. And look, Antonio Brown went Antonio Brown. Unfortunately, Chris Godwin tore his ACL. He didn't have the – and Gronk is old, right? Gronk tried to retire and just came back just because of Brady. So this offense will change drastically. Yeah, poor and, Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans will still be there, but I just uh, – it's less exciting to come back for a third season when all of those things have happened, unlike last year when it was 22-22. All 22 return. Now, yep. I, you can get up. You can get out of bed every morning out for that. Yeah, for sure. And Titus says a new wave of quarterbacks. Now, the NFL is in a good spot because you still got Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and so many other young quarterbacks uh, that are that are able to, you know, you didn't even have Justin Herbert in the playoffs uh, this past year, but he looks promising. So there's a lot of great quarterback play happening in the NFL now. So, uh, lucky for the NFL that they will not miss Tom Brady all that much, which is crazy. Yeah, and I 
for all of the young quarterbacks, that's why the NFL is so unbelievable. That's why we've hitched our wagon and our business and our livelihood to it is because it works. It's 365 days a year, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and it is constantly changing, and there's so much to look forward to. Most of the teams now with uh, with 14 teams in the playoffs believe that they have the opportunity to win a Super Bowl or at least open their Super Bowl window. That's exciting. Not many sports give you that feeling for fans. Right, no doubt. A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. We've gone uh, over an hour already, and we still got sports trivia. So let's go ahead and switch to sports trivia on this Tuesday. Excuse me, but let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, make sure you know who to go to, you know who to trust, boneandjointtn.org. Over a dozen doctors there at the Franklin main campus uh, that specialize in any joint injury you can possibly have. Also hit them up on their satellite campuses for anything you might need in Brentwood, Thompson Station, and Nolansville, or check them out, boneandjointtn.org. Yeah, don't forget BetMGM right there in the middle of the screen. Download the app today, whether it's in your Android app store or the Apple app store, and they will hook you up. Super Bowl props. Heads or tails, how long's the national anthem going to be? Get ready for that. BetMGM can help you out there. Tuesday sports trivia, Zach and uh, Jack and I went ten and zero with the chat yesterday or last week. So it was a really successful uh, sports trivia last week. Ten and zero in NFL trivia only. Uh, so we are now at eighty four percent. And we've just got two more weeks to go in this before we reset again for another uh, 100 questions. So 84% is what we've gotten. So let's get this thing rolling. We got 10 questions today. Is that what the plan is? Uh, yeah, 10 questions. This is, and uh, I got to find a better way uh, in the future, but I did stumble across Tennessee trivia, Tennessee sports trivia. Ooh. Um, okay. So we're going to try our hand at it. I got to pick between 58 questions. I got to kind of do some dancing, but um, I will ask the question. And just for the sake of this setup, we, we will wait um, till the end to figure out the answers. Okay. Uh, that's I like just that. how it's going to have to be. I got that. So first question, what three-time NASCAR Winston Cup champion was born in Franklin, Tennessee? Sterling Marlin, but he what is that Spring Hill? I thought about Sterling Marlin. He's Spring Hill. I thought it was Spring Hill or but Columbia. He was... No, he's Columbia. Anybody in the chat? Yeah. Was it, uh, is I'll it repeat Darryl, the question. Is it Daryl Waltrip? Because he's got car dealerships in Franklin. Ooh, that, that, that was my next thought. That makes a lot of sense. What what three-time NASCAR Winston Cup champion was born in Franklin, Tennessee? I think it is Daryl Waltrip. I think Daryl Waltrip is probably our best bet. If it's not Denny Hamlin, then then uh, Daryl Waltrip. You want to go final you know, A to lock, Z on that? You want to lock it in? Mark Beach says 100, Waltrip. All right, final A to Z, Daryl Waltrip. What Memphis-born sports writer coined the phrase, it doesn't matter whether you won or lost, but how you played the game? No idea. No new multiple choice on this? 
No, no. Do we're, you know we're any Memphis mo- sports We're done players? with multiple choice, boys and girls. I'm uh, just asking. Do you know any Memphis sports writers? Hmm. I mean, to coin of- that phrase is pretty big. It doesn't yeah. matter whether you won or lost, but how you played the game. I mean. That beats me, man. We're not going 10-0. I don't even have an answer. I don't even know what to say. Orlando's is Jim Wyatt. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're just going to have to move on from this. I don't think anybody, we're just wasting time. I don't think anybody's going to have a legitimate answer without Googling. Like, so Googling is against the rules. So I think we need to move on. And uh, Mike watch. Okay. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> next question. What city is home to the West Tennessee Diamond Jacks baseball team? What city is home to the West Tennessee Diamond Jacks baseball team? Jacks is with two X's, which you don't see every day. It's not Jackson. Is it Jackson, Tennessee? I think because you passed it on the interstate. It is West. Are they the Jacks? I know they're affiliate because their affiliate has been the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Seattle Mariners. I drive by it when I go to Arizona Diamondbacks? Huh? The Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, but it's what city is home to the West Tennessee Diamond Jacks? Right. It's so got if, they the, if they were the Diamondbacks affiliate, maybe they're the Diamond Jacks. Yeah, but they've changed, right? Because right, the, but, it, those but it's definitely that Jack. It's it's Jackson. You want to lock that yes, in? Final it is it's Jackson. All right. What Tennessee football player earned a Super Bowl ring a year after winning a national championship ring? Now, Austin, I'm going to have to kind of defer to you and your cronies on this one. So, 99. (laughs) Oh, uh, Leonard Little wasn't on the championship team. I don't think so. He wasn't on the national team. He was on the Rams. It's not Al Wilson. I don't know. Leonard Little is the only Ram that I know that was on. I, I guess we'll just go Leonard Little just to make sure, just in case they made a mistake. I, Leonard Little is the only Ram I know. Do you want to lock it in? <sighs> yeah. Final eight is Leonard Little. I don't think it's All right. Uh, what Chattanooga board NFL player is known for having the most sacks in NFL history? It's probably uh, Reggie White. Reggie White was my first thought. I guess he was, was he born in Chattanooga? He's a Tennessean. And Al Wilson played for the Broncos, and the Broncos did not win the Super Bowl then. So... Reggie White, finally, is he? All right. Who was the only Tennessee-born Heisman Trophy winner? Steve Spurrier, finally, is he? Oh, that's good. Where was he born? Oh, crap. What's that little city called? Up there, up there outside, and up there east, super east Tennessee. I can't remember the... Uh, could not remember of the city of Steve Spurrier, but it'll probably have Science Hill. I think it was a Science Hill High School. 
Don't quote me, but move on. Um, Johnson City, maybe outside of that. What is the nickname of the ETSU football team? The Bucks. Aren't they the Bucks? They are the Bucks. Now I don't know what year this quiz was made because they went away and then they came back from football. Yeah, Steve Spurrier won a Heisman. Things happened in you know early in the you know back in the fifties and sixties. So yeah, definitely the Buccaneers. All right, you want to lock it in? Yeah, finally to Z. In 1986, an underdog Tennessee football team defeated Miami 35-7 to in what bowl game? Sugar Bowl, final A to Z. That's correct? Yep. The Sugar Bowls. <clears throat> what former Tennessee Vol holds the record for three-point percentages in the NBA? Allen Houston. Really? I mean, that's the only guy that could do it. He's the only guy who's played long enough to be a shooter, and it's definitely not Bernard King. (laughs) It's got to be Allen Houston. Has to be. We're not talking WNBA either. You want to lock that in? Allen Houston, final A to Z. So that's one, two, Ooh, three, no, wait. four. Ah, you've already locked it in. I know, I already locked We had this guy on our radio show. So last question. We've we've got nine by my count. Okay. So do you think we missed that one? Yeah, I think so. So this one's the tough one. <laughs> Weighing in at 55.8 pounds. What Tennessee Lake holds the world's record for largest blue catfish? Weighing in at 55.8 pounds, what Tennessee Lake holds the world's record for largest blue catfish? We got any I fishermen mean, in the chat? It's obviously Percy Priest. <laughs> Lou Man says Kincaid. I don't know what Kincaid is. Uh, I don't think Lou Man's Lou Man's not from the state of Tennessee. Center Hill, I do, I don't know, I don't know. Well, what are we? Where are we at here? <laughs> um, Percy, um, it's not Percy Priest. That was a joke. Old Hickory, no, no. Old Hickory Lake. Clayton says real foot. Is that a re- is real real foot, foot lake? lake? Yeah, Gary says lake. real foot. It's a lake. You want to lock that in? I mean, we've got two people saying real foot. So I, I say we go with real foot. Lake, no. real foot. I don't know where it is. Never heard of it. You want to lock it in? Sure. Let's do it. Finally to Z. All right. Let's see what we got. Mm. What three-time NASCAR Winston Cup champion was born in Franklin? The correct answer, Daryl Waltrip. All right. One and oh. Uh, what Memphis-born sports writer coined the phrase, it doesn't matter whether you won or lost and how you play the game? Our answer was Mike Watch. The correct answer was Grantland Rice. Yep. Okay. What city is home to the West Tennessee Diamond Jacks baseball team? We said Jackson. Correct answer, Jackson. 
two for three. What UT football player earned a Super Bowl ring a year after winning a national championship ring? What did we say? We said Leonard Little, which is not correct. Al Wilson. What? UT in 98, That's... Denver in 99. Oh. Seven. Uh, is that right? No. Uh oh, this may throw off this entire website. Uh, That's not Al, right. That's Al not Wilson. Right. Let's see. Let's see. Al Wilson, not the singer, the football player. Al Wilson, football player. Because Tennessee won the championship in January of '99, which Denver been- Broncos '99 regular season. He was the first pick in 1999. Yeah. They it's wrong. It's wrong. They that's wrong. It's wrong. That's now wrong. What? Man. Chris Incorrect. Quiz, quiz creator Daniel C. Peterson. You're Email wrong, it. bro. Email yeah. it. <laughs> so uh what do we want to do here? Uh that one just X's out and we've X- just answered nine. Okay. So what are we uh two for three still? Yes. Uh, what Chattanooga born NFL football player having the most sacks in NFL history? We said Reggie White. The correct answer, Reggie White. All right, three for four. Who's the only Tennessee born Heisman Trophy winner? We said Steve Spurrier. The correct answer, Steve Spurrier. Four for five. Here's another. Who won back to back Daytona 500 winners that hails from Columbia? Now that is Sterling Marlin. Um, next question it was. What is the nickname of the ETSU football team? We said the Buccaneers. The correct answer, the Buccaneers. Five for six. In 1986, an underdog football UT football team defeated the Miami Hurricanes 35-7 to seven in what bowl game? We said the Sugar Bowl. The correct answer was the Sugar Bowl. Six for seven. Uh, what former UT Vol holds the record for three-point percentage in the NBA? It's going to be Dale Ellis. Fact check that. Dale Ellis. We had him on our radio show. Do you remember that? We were at a golf course. Uh, Vaguely. (laughs) A lot of shows in my life. Um, And so we're six for six for eight. Weighing in at 55 pounds or 55.8 pounds. What Tennessee Lake holds the world's record for largest blue catfish? We said what? Uh, real foot. <laughs> real foot it's... lake is incorrect. Yeah. Wheeler's Reservoir. Yep. Knew it. Wheeler's Reservoir. That was our second choice. Yep. Man. So we were uh, six out of nine. Man, I feel like we need a bonus question. Let me find. I got. I have a backup because I've been looking for these stupid uh, trivia things. Uh, Highest paying sport globally. What is the highest paying sport globally? That is the question. This is our our tenth question. It's either soccer or cricket. Highest paying sport globally. It's got to be soccer, right? But I also feel like cricket could be a trick question. But everybody in the chat saying soccer. 
Yeah, and I'm with TJ. A reservoir is not a lake. It's a reservoir. Uh, send your emails to Daniel C. Peterson. What a joke. <laughs> what a hack. Uh, let's go soccer. Final A to Z. <clears throat> Racing. The, cor- the correct answer is. Basketball. The average salary of basketball players is $8 million, but it's this, a single highest-paying sport is soccer, but salaries vary a lot. What? So it's soccer. This guy sucks. No, this is a different website. But well, it says, what too. is the highest-paying paying global sport globally? It says, the average salary for a basketball player is $8 million, but a single highest-paying sport is soccer. So it's soccer. So the answer is soccer, not basketball. Because this guy. It's soccer. <laughs> the answer is soccer. We got, si- we got seven out of ten. We got this seven is... out of ten. That's a stupid question. <laughs> no, it's well, not a stupid you... question. It's a stupid answer. Well, I think the hard part is, you know, again, we've been doing this trivia game for now over a year. But don't boo me, Bobby. I, we, I'm, I'm website is the websites, man. I, I, it's hard to find. All right, so we went seven out of ten. That's our record for today. Seven out of ten. Which ones do we miss? Sports we writer, missed, the lake, a reservoir, and three point shooter, Dell Ellis. Okay. Highest paid athlete is soccer, but average NBA gets paid more. Yeah, so it's the overall highest paid sport is soccer, not per player. That wasn't the question. Well, the question was, as I've read it from this site, yes, what is the highest paying sport globe globally? Right, which is soccer, because the answer says it's soccer. When basketball the highest- has the highest per uh, player salary. The answer is soccer. We go seven for 10. So I will add that up and get back our percentage as we go into next week with our, with our mark to see if we can get to 85%. All right. Oh, yeah, all right well, guys. we're going to have to do uh if anybody, all right, here, I'll put this uh, out to anybody. If anybody finds a good sport, well, I don't want them to find it. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. We we'll do, do it live. All right, guys, we will see you on Wednesday morning. Don't forget Buck Rising, ADD Sports Primetime. Buck's actually down at the Senior Bowl. So great coverage from the Senior Bowl. You check out Buck on ADD Sports Primetime. He'll be live tonight. Appreciate Luke for filling in on Primetime last night as Buck was traveling to the Senior Bowl uh, during the Primetime show. Uh, so Luke did a great job with that. And Buck live talking Titans and Senior Bowl players because John Robinson Always drafts the senior bowl somebody. So we'll we'll find out which future Titan is down there in Mobile with Buck. So that's coming up at 8 o'clock Central Time. Also check out the website in the podcast network, A to Z Sports Podcast Network, A to Z We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks. Adios.